Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's going on? Welcome back to The Big Thing, and I'm excited for today's episode. Obviously, you guys are excited. You remember back when I was doing Collider Live, I had an opportunity to sit down with Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. We talked about a lot of different things. Well, he's got a brand new show coming out, um, and it's going to be on Stars this weekend on Sunday. It's Heels. I can't wait to see um, more of these episodes. I've already seen three of them. And I can't wait for you guys to hear about this show. I am going to sit down. We're going to talk to Phil. And we're going to learn more about the show. And we're excited to have him on the big thing. So coming at you now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the big thing. It's me, Christian Harlock. And this weekend, Sunday, coming out on stars it is heels and joining me today ricky rabies himself ladies and gentlemen the one and only cm punk what's up brother how you doing man i should i feel like i should have dressed up as ricky now that I've you absolutely yeah you absolutely should you want to hear something really crazy about that is like my one of my, like my best friends in the world plays your valet bonnie somerville oh really you're best friends with bonnie well, she so she's she is my wife's friend who's been um she has been around for a long time 12 13 years she is, i mean i was thrilled when i found out she was vicky you know what i mean because like i yeah. didn't know who vicky was going to be and i actually i ran literally ran into bonnie uh in the lobby of our hotel and like the night before we were supposed to work together so it was it was it was great like uh that's awesome to, yeah yeah she was she was drunk as a skunk <laughs> like walking home walking home from like some bar and i was like oh hey nice to meet you <laughs> a ton awesome. brand a ton brand you yeah, know she you know what i'm so happy about is if you know obviously from her work on friends and things that she had done and and she had then transferred into nypb nypd blue and these other like hardcore dramas golden boy and to see her be able to do something this is like a mixture this is a drama but there's also that being able to do that heightened version of when she's coming out and you guys the outfits we got to talk oh, about right away oh my god i i it's fantastic mean, what else do you want to talk about i'm really happy you saw episode three i haven't seen it yet and i oh, think a yeah. lot of people are gonna love this show but once they see ricky and vicky rabies i think it's just gonna set it off i think people are gonna go wild it's a good it, what i like about it is when those pictures came out of you guys um you know right away you could be like well what what is this, this is like an off the wall bizarre comedy and it's anything but that it's uh mm -hmm. it, it's it's a drama but it also shows 
the reason I liked it so much is because it reminded me of like the old school territories and the, you know, the, the stuff that he's going on that, that Jack has to deal with, with, with Florida and trying to build it back and bringing in a guy like you that was on top back in the day. And I don't want to give away, but the, your first scene of where you are and what's happening in the reveal is, is really, is really funny. So um, anyway, I wanted to talk to you about how you got involved in this show because the last time we spoke, you had always said that it, it wasn't that you wanted to avoid wrestling. It wasn't that. It's just that things needed to be right for you in order to be involved in any capacity with wrestling. So how did they approach you with this particular show, and were you on board right away? Okay, so long story short, I've known Waldron for years. Michael Waldron is the guy who yeah. wrote this show. Um, I think more famously now, he's the guy who wrote Loki for Disney+. Plus. He's working on a lot of high dollar property things right now but heels is his baby and in 2016 i spent like a week or two in la with him uh and read for the character of jack spade i think a lot of what jack's dialogue was and who jack was i think he kind of um well i i don't think i know but i i don't even know if it matters if it, 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 it doesn't matter like he used a lot of what i did with my pipe bomb promo to kind yeah. of craft a lot of this world that Jack lives in. Um, and I was obviously flattered, blown away. Um, and I, I did so well on my audition for the executive stars that they shelved the entire project for, I don't know, three to four years. Kind of jump-started it. They got Stephen Amell on board. Um, but uh, to his credit, um, Waldron wanted me to be a part of the show still. So we we got me in as Ricky rabies, you know, like he called me out of the blue and was like, Hey, I know this is short notice last minute. He's like, but you're the first guy I thought of, like, can you do this? Please tell me you're available for this. And I, I, I fit it in, you know, like, I think I was on a plane the next day and I was in Atlanta quarantining. I'm happy that you did, man, because it was, it's, it's a very real performance inside of it because of you get, you got to play obviously inside the wrestling aspect of it, but you also get to see the behind the curtain stuff that a lot of people don't see is, is in the, in the smaller territories because they do play. And I actually, to be honest, I think I saw four episodes because there's a, there's a scene again, I don't want to give away or spoil anything for people, but they do take the, the bigger side of wrestling and the corporations and the, how mm -hmm. you lose a side of the, what a lot of the, oh, the, like the pros and the purists feel like is what wrestling is supposed to be and what Jack is fighting for and the story of it. And then the corporate let's sell toys. Let's do this side that I'm sure people like yourself and other uh, people have been frustrated by whether it, 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 you're trying to tell a story and it's like, well, we've got also doing a business here. So I like that aspect of it um, in the show. Is that is that some of the stuff that we, did you lend into your insight when you're on set? Because I'm sure they're going to ask you a ton of stuff. Yeah, for some things. But just the way I would ask Stephen Amell, Chris Bauer, you know, Kelly Berglund, any of the actors like that I get to play with, like, hey, how about if we do it like this? What did you guys think of this? How did I do, you know, I'm living in their shadow, I'm in their world and I want their yeah. advice. Um, but then in turn, for the wrestling side of things, right. I mean, I mean, Chris Bauer, this dude's a powerhouse. He was in The Wire and he's coming up to me and asking me, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. You're Chris Bauer, you know, like get out of my face. Yeah. But 
it, it, there's a nice synergy because even the showrunner Michael Malley came out and said, he's like, look, man, this is your world and you are the king of it. So if you see anything, you hear dialogue, you read something in the script and you don't think it's accurate or, or, or true or could happen, you please let us know. They wanted to be so respectful to the world of pro wrestling and they also wanted it to be accurate to make the show better. And I really feel like everybody came together on all sides in front and behind the camera to do exactly that. Do you did you call did you get to calling shots inside of the inside of the match? No, no. I you know we had a, a very accomplished wrestler in Luke Hawks who was putting yeah. a lot of the stuff together, and he straight up came up to me and was like, "Whatever you want to do, man, you tell me." And I was like, "Well, Luke, this is your job. I'm not here to take your job. Like you tell me, like you know." And I told him who I wanted Ricky Rabies to be modeled after in the ring and he was like okay got it let's do it and you know it was a collaboration really everybody worked together can you can you share with me who who you who you modeled him after i don't want to yet because i want people to see it and i want there to be a discourse because it's not just one person there's a few you know i was fortunate in my career to share a locker room with a ton of southern legends yeah. So I, I think there's one in particular that I leaned on and it's an homage and a thank you and a love letter to him personally. Um, yeah. But there's, there's other kinds of old Southern wrestlers that are sprinkled in there. So I, I, I want, I want the people to witness it and have it unfold before our very eyes. And then we can all talk about it after the episode airs. Totally fair. Um, and I think that it's funny because the, uh, the actual, because there's obviously there's two sides of him of, of what he's done and how thankfully is and the character in general with and in working with uh, with Bonnie and 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 just seeing their dynamic of what it is behind the scenes and how he's he got this shot to kind of help uh, help Jack out. He used to sell out the the dome back in the day. But I the character the character when it comes out, I saw a little of the bushwhackers in there just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. You don't have to confirm or deny. I just saw a little bit, but, um, but, but either way, man. So um, this, but the story itself though, because I feel like there's a lot, I mean, glow was definitely, a, there was drama elements and it played with the comedy, but this, this show to me was a, is a show that I think wrestling fans haven't really got because this does play on all the sides of whether it's, I mean, one of the episodes is called Kayfabe, for God's sakes. Um, mm-hmm. And it plays inside the actual business. How many, I know you haven't seen the episodes yet, but have you read uh, a lot of the scripts or just the one that you were in? No, I, I, I read as many scripts as they would give me. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of the stuff was kind of, you know, hush-hush and, and stuff did change rapidly. I mean, I can't, yeah. I, I save all my stuff and I, have, I must have like 12 different copies of episode three just because when stuff changes, they send everybody that new script. So um, I, I, really, I really did love it. Like if I wasn't yeah. a part of this show, I'd be watching it, you know, and I, I think not only – I think wrestling fans are going to watch it because wrestling fans want to consume anything and everything that has something to do with wrestling. But I, I think what – this show really brings to the table is going to hook other people who maybe not necessarily like wrestling. I think I I talk a lot about Friday night lights, right? I, am not a football guy, but Friday night lights is an amazing television show. Right. And if you look at it like that, this is a show about a family whose job happens to be professional wrestling. I think uh, a lot more people give it a chance. I compared it to Friday Night, Lights, Friday Night Lights yesterday with my friend on the phone who is not Great a wrestling fan. Great nice thing to like. Yeah, 100% because it was it, – and, and it's not – you know what it is, dude? It's the fact that it's it's just the way that it's set up inside of that 
like exactly what you just said. It's a business and there's these moments that happen and it's philosophies that may or may not be true, but it's the passion behind it. And do you believe in it? Do you, what will you fight for? What will you do to protect it? What will you do to sacrifice to get it? It's all of that stuff. And it's the same mm -hmm. things we've seen that really work. Um, but the thing is like for, so my friend who was not a, a wrestling fan and my wife, who's not a wrestling fan, um, will like this show. For me, I was, and I and I think we spoke about this last time you and I talked. But like, I I was a wrestling fan for a very long time, and 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 fell out of it. But I still keep up with stuff that's going on. And but this show, to me, this speaks to the stuff that I loved about it. And it's the mm -hmm. and it's not just about wrestling. It's it's about family. It's about all these things. So um, I can see why you'd why you'd be attracted to this project for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's super awesome. Yeah. Um, so the thing I want to talk to you about also is the last time, uh, again, we spoke to you, did, you had just done Girl on the Third Floor. Uh, and you also at that point where then you you'd said you were jumping in to do the Fox thing for backstage and WWE. Um, what's and you had talked about your obviously I know your love for horror and what you wanted to do. But besides just this and I know how busy you've been is is still is pursuing um you know the straight out the feature films and and lead acting and, and going into that so that's still something you're going after because obviously there's all these rumors around that you're jumping into AEW again and you're doing this but what's the what's the actual like what's the focus right now uh the focus right now is acting you know um yeah. promoting promoting this show and seeing what comes I'm, I'm very excited for people to see my performance because listen I think it's a great show. I will literally watch anything um, Chris Bauer is in just because he's one of my favorite actors, right? And I got to be in a show with him. So when Chris Bauer tells me, hey, man, people are going to see this and they're going to be like, holy crap, Phil's an actor. Like, I get excited about that. And I watch guys, friends of mine, Dave Batista, do these huge blockbuster roles, but also yeah. do roles that are challenging to him because he wants to grow and be a better actor. And I just want to follow in his footsteps. You know what I mean? Um, and it's yeah. not because I want to be rich or to be famous, but I see uh, how fun acting is. And I see how playing dress up essentially, um, yeah. how fun that can be. And when stuff's hard, I tend to want to do it more and be good at it right like i have that personality trait and being ricky rabies wasn't hard but that's only i think because i had a wealth of experience to draw from so now in sure. my mind i'm like well you have all these other experiences in your life whether it's triumph or tragedy tragedy and how can you draw from those to apply that stuff to future roles and that just gets me so excited like i can't i can't wait to see what comes of this i mean um i'm, I'm hoping you know there's uh, a season two because there's a lot more ricky rabies and there's a lot more jack and ace spade stories to be told see i love that because that's what i was going to ask you because i like that when there is the way that they bring in ricky it's like well it's not necessarily, well, you're never going to see him again. It's a question. It, it could be open-ended. And I think the reason why for me when I said that is, well, Phil might be really busy and Phil might not be able to do this show in general. But like you mentioned that you have that wealth of experience. There is that, I think, the comfort blanket, obviously, because you know the world so well. But it also, I'm telling you, man, like from that, there's a scene in when he first sees you in, not, not when you first introduced, but when, you, when he sees you in person, it just was very real. 
it was just a real conversation and you can tell that you were locked into it because it was it was stuff that you knew but it was also all right this it, it wasn't you it, it was it was this guy ricky rabies but you could tell that from the things that you knew throughout your years and like you said modeled after people that you were able to connect into it so i do hope we see so ricky rabies that scene was my first day on set and okay. i not like i don't think i'd met alexander yet um i don't think i had met wolfgang who plays ricky's son yet um I liken it to this, like back in the day, talking about kayfabe, when there was yeah. a heel locker room and a babyface locker room, and you did not meet your opponent beforehand to talk about how many bullshit arm drags you were going to do or whatever. Right. Um, a referee would a lot of times give you the finish in the ring. You'd walk to the ring, you knew who you were, you knew what your job was, and you know you knew who your opponent was and what his job was. It was exactly like that. I showed up. And it could be, and it was very intimidating, right? Um, all of a sudden, boom, I'm on set. I got a ton of dialogue with Stephen Amell. I got a ton of dialogue with Alexander Ludwig. And it's just like, I jumped in, both feet hit the ground running. And it was just like back in the day when you would see your opponent and you just go there and you just start working. You know, we have yeah. the benefit of, of being able to reshoot stuff if we fuck up. But, you know, um, it, it's a lot of parallels between acting and pro wrestling. Well, I mean, they even say they even, there's a scene in the beginning where Jack won't be seen uh, with his brother because they have this whole angle and he doesn't want to be seen in, in church because he doesn't it's uh, he doesn't want people to think, oh, there's there. Wait a minute. That's not real. And I remember right. back in the day when Duggan got caught with Sheik doing lines in a limo and they were like, wait a minute, these guys are supposed to hate each other. And 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 they play on that. And I love that they play in that because, like you said, they don't that's not a that's not a thing anymore, at least at least right. at least. You know, not not in the public anyway. Um, it's more of a an overall show. Um, mm -hmm. So so speaking of Stephen Amell, what I you can tell, and and I'd heard in the past, and maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong, but you can tell this guy is a major fan of of, of wrestling. Um, yeah. And so that's when when you say you know I came in, I had these lines with Stephen. He was probably he was probably geeking out just talking to you and and having <sighs> and it, it having you know how many questions did he ask you about wrestling? I'm sure a ton. Uh, I mean, as many questions I, I asked him about wrestling I, and, and same with Chris Bauer, you know, like yeah. that's what was beautiful when you got us all in front of the camera is just like right. the synergy of everybody, you know, I mean, mutual admiration society, right? Like um, them telling me that, hey, man, you're actually you're really good at this. It was, you know, like I was like, well, I, thank thank you. You know, I'm glad I, I'm not the shit, but like also you know, them being great at the wrestling stuff, you know, like yeah. everybody on this cast from Chris Bauer to Steven, who's had pro wrestling matches to Kelly Berglund to, you know, Alexander, like they all trained like athletes for these roles. And it yeah. shows, I, I think the care and the respect that went into it. I think a lot of wrestling fans will super appreciate. It does. And, um, and Bauer, by the way, playing like the old school, guy who who made it to the big show and and the stuff there's all i'll say is there's a scene on the plane <laughs> people are gonna lose their minds yep. that's all i'm gonna say um he's really, but it's, yeah uh, he's 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 that old he's that old carny wrestler you know still trying yeah. to hold on still trying to do what he can do because what's the alternative you know you're selling yeah. lawnmowers like jack he reminded me of michael p.s hayes to be honest with you because i i i, well. I worked I worked with Michael when uh, when I was writing there back in the day, and it definitely it definitely reminded me of that. Um, 
for sure. That's that, that old school type of guy with the, yep. with the philosophies and the ideas. So um, you can tell this is a pure show. This is a pure show for wrestling. And it, and as you mentioned before, it's not, well, I don't like wrestling. Who, who, who gives a shit? It's, this it is, it's the same thing with, for entourage when entourage, different, different tones as far as, yeah. But but you know where Entourage was, I don't care about Hollywood. Yeah, but they're they're introducing you to that world inside of it, and I that that's what this show does uh, very well. That's um, a very good comparison. Yeah. So uh, anyway, dude, I did I did want to ask as um, when we when you moved over to to Fox and when you when you were doing the show because you had said that uh, what I loved about it. I recently and I went back and I watched something that you said and I and I admired it. It was that. The fans in general, when they when I wanted, they they kept because since the day you stepped away, people were like, "When's what's Phil going to do? When's he going to come back? What's he going to do?" And you're like, "Well, what they need to understand is when, if, if whatever capacity, whatever I did, they're going to get Phil now, not not Phil then." And right. I and so the reason I bring that up is that when you're wrestling in the um in in the show and you're doing the and you're and you're doing the 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 character of Ricky Rabies. Do you get juiced up? Like, do you get like, you know, meaning? Do you do you start to get inspired to say, all right, maybe I got a, maybe I got another run. Maybe I'll, maybe maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> I I don't I don't think I get inspired to think I have another run in pro wrestling. Like I already said, I yeah. think I get inspired to try to branch out and take on more challenging roles in yeah. on the acting side of things. Because um, I'll tell you, uh, the match Ricky Rabies has with Jack Spade. Um, I was in full makeup for about 16 hours before I did anything physical and my makeup to cover up all my tattoos was already starting to deteriorate. So the instant I touched Stephen Amell, like everything's fallen oh, off yeah. me and wasn't, wasn't the greatest situation. They got a little bit of crabby fill on, on set that day, but, um, you know, it, it, it it's, it's tough. You know, I was sitting yeah. around and then all of a sudden you got to wrestle a match and you're cold it's hard to warm up. I'm covered in makeup. Like it's challenging. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, that's, that's especially, yeah. Right. It's like, that's, that's the, uh, the trade-off where it's like, well, I got this great role, but now they got, because Ricky Rabies doesn't have this stuff. I got to cover up my ta- tattoos and now I got to, and I'm sitting here and getting into it and, and, and it probably takes you out of it for a second. Cause you're like, Oh, wait, wait, I know you're in the middle of this, but now we gotta, we gotta touch you up again. And it's part, it's part of the game though, too. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, I did, and as I was mentioning before, like, did you when you went to when you were doing the stuff on Fox? Did you did you enjoy the experience? Was that was that because you had said it love wasn't it. the reason why you did love it? Great, great, love it. I, love it. Like, you, I mean, but again, I, I, it, it's almost at this point in my life where it's less about what I'm doing and who I'm doing it with. Right. Um, Renee is a peach. I I work with Renee any day of the week on anything. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's not about the subject matter. It's just about who you're working with. Um, yeah. All of the Fox executives, Jacob Ullman, uh, Ben, Brad, like everybody there was just lovely to be around. And it it was more like I'm going out to L.A. and I get to hang out with my friends. And oh, by the way, we're also shooting this television show. Right. And that was the appeal to me. And man, they, they just made me feel like at home every time I went out to L.A. Like it, it, it ended too soon. You know, like, yeah. you know, I, I, I think I literally I think I maybe only got to work there for like six months till, uh, out of a year contract because of COVID. Well, you also that was another one you could tell you were having like you you vote throughout your career. You shouldn't if you're if you're not having fun, 
you can see it, right? And, yeah. and you you can tell you were having fun even when you when you entered and you came in and you had the big intro and you were looking around. You could see you could see that that was genuine. That you legit were like happy to get it started and do it. And you'd mentioned you you love you love announcing and you love analyzing and you've done it many mm. times over in MMA and other things. Is that something else that you're gonna obviously acting and and doing more so? And I, dude, I I'm telling you, I I. I don't want to jinx it, but I think this show is definitely going to season two. I hope we get more of of Ricky Rabies because, um, yeah, because it, it's there's there's more to happen with that character. I hope he he joins the uh, it's a DWF, right? DWL, the Duffy DWL, Wrestling League. League, league. Okay, DWL. So I want a DWL shirt. That's one thing I was okay. already saying. Okay. And, and I want and I also want to see matches. Like I'm hoping that the show blows up big enough that we get to actually go to the DWL YouTube channel and see matches and promos and stuff. That's like that's like my uh, that, that's where I started geeking out about as I'm watching more and more of these episodes. That's great. That's a good idea too. Um, yeah. yeah I, I think uh, I think we're all knocked on wood and crossing our fingers for a season two. Yeah, well, good man. Uh, it's a, it's always a pleasure talking to you. The last thing I'd ask my wife would get really angry if I didn't. In Los Angeles, my favorite donut shop I ever went to, and you brought it up that there's one in Chicago, is Stans. Stans, um, yes. Stans is gone in Los Angeles. It shut down because of COVID. That's uh, very sad. It's super sad, and I was bummed about it. And I immediately thought of you because I said the next time I talk to Phil, I got to find out where Stans in Chicago is because I'm going back there next year. And um, and I want I want to go to stands. I'm not kidding. There's about half a dozen stands in Chicago. Really? Now. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. That's... I mean, there's one on there's one on Michigan Avenue. I know they opened up one like out in suburbs. Um, there's okay. there, there, there. You throw a stone here in Chicago. Now you can hit a stands. Well, you've made my day. You made my day twice you, with the the show in general. The show is called Heels. It is on Stars. It's this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Please go ahead and follow Phil Brooks at CM Punk if you aren't already. Check out the show. And are you so? And is it already announced as far as how many episodes? Because uh, I've only saw saw the four. Is does Ricky show up again, or you don't want to spoil it? Um, I can. Th- I I don't think it spoils anything. Ricky shows up again. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, good. Well, check check out the show, guys. I'm excited. Next time, dude, if, if, if something else comes up as far as the, um, you know, the, the season two, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Anything else, please come by and chat again. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And, of course. Uh, and good luck with everything, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Christian. All right, so that was Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. And, man, that show's fun, dude. That is a fun, fun show. Uh, I hope you guys all check it out. It is this Sunday. It is going to be on Stars. It is called Heels. And, yeah, Stephen Amell just does a, a fantastic job as this character, Jack, and then his brother Ace. And it, it goes in certain places. You, you don't know it's going to go, but it, it absolutely had that Friday, Friday Night Lights feel to it. There's no doubt about it. But I think that watching the show and not curious, I mean, not, not knowing at first what it was going to be, I thought – that maybe it was just going to be like a, a comedy, like off the wall, like, like, like glow, which I liked glow a lot, but there was a mixture of that glow had a lot of serious things, but it was, it was a comedy um, first and foremost. I, I, I thought anyway, um, and it had that 30 minute flavor to it. This is an hour, hour episodes that uh, I think that there's so much going on and there's so much potential, as I mentioned to, to Phil in, uh, in the interview that I hope that this show is so popular that they can actually start running the 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 dwl on um on on the youtube channel and start cutting promos and start selling merch 
and doing all that. Maybe that's just my stupid brain the way it works. But but I think that that could be um, that could be a lot of fun because there's some good characters. There's some good characters all the way around. And he had mentioned Chris Boward. I, I mean, he he crushes it. He crushes it. I mean, from him, from The Wire and True Blood and and the stuff that he's done. I didn't realize how involved he was in the show. I, I had no idea. I didn't realize that he had he had wrote it. I I thought it was all Stephen Amell. But so that was that was interesting to find out. Um, and I know that other people are la- probably wondering, like, oh, why don't you ask him about AEW and whether or not he was going to join AEW? It's like this guy's not going to tell me right now, especially if he's going to debut in Chicago um, when they're rumoring it to be. And he's focusing on acting and he made it clear, like, you know, I'm not an idiot when it comes to you ask somebody if they seem like like when I asked him about the SmackDown thing back in the day and he told me, yeah, I did it. It was natural and it was it just came up in the conversation. If I kept asking him now, it's gonna be like I'm pushing him and I don't want to do that to the guy. I like the guy a lot. I think he's a I, it, that's the other thing people told me about with him before the first time I interviewed him. They're like, oh, you know, he could be he could be difficult. I don't think so. I thought he's been pretty, pretty pretty good both times and i think that when i after i had the conversation with him in of collider live and we talked about and i I think i told you guys this i don't know maybe i didn't but we had a conversation and he told me that he was going to do that um backstage show for fox and he's like you know do you know why why i why i told you that and i said uh no why i appreciate that you did and he's like because you talked to me like a person you just we just had a conversation it was natural it came up and that was it and I, that's why I didn't want to be like, so you join an AEW? Are you joining AEW? Are you going to join? First of all, I think it ruins the surprise if he, he wouldn't tell me, but if he was like, what if, how, you know, mad people would be if he was like, yeah, I'm going to join and I'll be there in Chicago. You know, mad people would be, I think he is going to show up. I think he is going to be there. I think that, um, you know, the fact that he was doing this show, I think that, you can tell I wasn't uh, you can tell how much fun he's having doing this particular role. Plus the fact, I think that there's not going to be as many constraints for him in AEW when he goes over there. I think that he wants to act. He's made it clear. He wants to act. He talked about Batista and the things that he wants to do. And you see it like uh, watch this scene that I'm talking about. And I love the fact that he said he's coming back. That's great. I didn't know what I, like I said, I've only seen four episodes. So I want to, I want to watch, um, more of uh what he does i hope he joins the dwl that'd be great he said that there's more story to tell this for him that he's going to be coming back um that he wants to come back in season two so watch this show um i think people are going to really like it and i'm uh it's it, i only really needed to watch um like honestly could have just watched one episode in the third episode he was on so i could have some backstory but i wanted i, I wanted i said to myself oh, i'll watch the first episode hopefully i enjoy it i really liked it i was like well now i want to see where the story goes because i knew he wasn't in it until the third but i'm like but i want to see where this story goes because Stephen amell is locked into this role he is locked in he really he he really is and um and oh and this other kid who i didn't talk about in the interview that i really should and 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 i gotta stop calling him the 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 Hunger Games kid because he deserves more than that. Alexander Ludwig is uh he plays Ace and he remind he's got that kind of the body he's got like a, an edge Christian type of feel and that's why I want to see him I want that he's one of the main reasons I want to see that DWL uh, uh YouTube channel because I want to see what he does and I think that they play him as like one of the, the the big draws in the DWL and and you can see why he's got a lot of charisma his character's flawed. It, not not his wrestling character, but his his character inside of the the show. Ace is flawed, um, and he's just an emotional kid. And you see why. There's backstory as far as why why he's the way he is. Um, 
I, I really like the show, man. You can tell I can, I can really, I really dig it. I think there's, it's got depth. It's got, it's a good backdrop. It's what I always wanted to see with stand-up comedy. You know, it's always the thing that I wanted to see with stand-up. I think that um, I'm dying up here, did a good job of it. And I don't know if people watch that show, but I think, and especially maybe because it was in the seventies, it's another comparison I would, I would have with this show, what this show does for the small independent wrestling. And that's the other thing because of the internet and because like the territories are so different back in the day um that you didn't get all this you know uh exposure that you do now because of the internet back for a lot of people who didn't know the way that territories worked in in the in the old school um in the old school days was that if it was tennessee it was on local television in 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 tennessee if it was in uh it was in new york it was the garden play and that's where the wwf at the time had their territories and they had territories and that was it and it wasn't national stuff and vince mcmahon then made everything national and then got all the exposure and put all those other little territories out of business because they all wanted to go for the big show um but i think that what they could potentially do here with this what they're setting up with the territories it's like florida versus georgia in in this show uh the question is who are the big stars that start to pop besides just ace and and jack um who are the stars that pop? Do they get new wrestlers? That's the other beauty about this show is you can still like new wrestlers and new people coming in and, and people seeing, you know, some video footage of, of a big match that went down and, and driving to Georgia to say, Hey, I want a shot. I want to, I want to compete here. I think that I can make you guys some, uh, some, um, I can get some headlines, you know, and you bring in those new personalities and new wrestlers, the new stars. And what happens, even if they start to jump to the big the big leagues, is that they start to gain more notoriety as like the the league. And and that doesn't even happen to happen until season three, four, or five. But this is a show that obviously for me, creatively, my mind goes in a million different places because it's so much fun to see. And there's so many interesting characters. And they have they have a, I mean, I want the show to blow up because I want to interview every single one of these people because they can tell how much you can tell that they're that they're having fun. Oh, Mary McCormick is in this. I didn't mention Mary McCormick to to Phil. I wish I would have Mary McCormick, who I will always love from Howard Stern's Private Parts. Um, sounds so wrong to say, but you, you know what I mean? The movie itself. And she is uh, she plays. She's like uh, Jack's right hand uh, lady. And she's she's the, she's just hard edged like call help calling the shots the she's like his his go-to and she's great in the role show's awesome it's really fun um so obviously this is this was going to serve as my show for the friday episode and i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you i I enjoyed sitting down and talking with phil it was a lot it was a lot of fun yeah shorter episode who cares i got to talk to cm punk about about the show and it's um it's heels it's on stars it's a sunday um and uh and then yeah i'm 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 gonna try my hardest to watch some of these movies that you guys want me to watch over the weekend so we can talk about some stuff on uh on monday because there's a lot of stuff out there i want to watch i just get so it's i tried last night i said to myself i want to watch suicide squad so bad i really want to watch this movie went to go push play and i watched sopranos again i'm sorry um i just i'm just obsessed with finishing the series again just have to finish the fucking sopranos i don't know do you um yeah so that's the uh, so that's the show and and if you didn't hear apple podcast you hear this going on that's pretty fun um if you haven't heard the uh, that we're on apple podcast or spotify you should absolutely go on over there and make sure that you do that if you have if you're brand new to this show and you've never seen this show before please check out 
this show and subscribe to this. We are moving this show on Monday, though. On Monday, it's it's going on over to the new channel, the SEN channel. Probably take some clips, maybe take some clips of this interview and, and put it over there. I'm not sure. But either way, this is a blast. A lot of fun. I always enjoy talking to people. It's something that I really haven't been able to do. Hopefully next time, you know, once um, once all this shit starts to get a little bit better, I can sit down and, uh, and we'll have conversations with Phil in person. And um, and we talked about it off offline that uh, he's a he's a guy's a massive movie buff. Love to talk some more movies with him. But anyway, that's uh, that's the show today. I, I was excited to do it. I'm I'm excited that you guys got to join me. I appreciate it very much. And, uh, you know, we'll see you, see you next time. Peace. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.